A vegan superhero is a new breed of athlete. Stronger, healthier, and driven by purpose. Vegan superheroes wage war against society's status quo and win. Vegan superheroes battle the forces of evil that profit from the suffering of others. Vegan superheroes take a stand for what they believe in and prove the haters wrong. If you ask the meatheads and clueless fitness gurus, they'll tell you that what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. Vegan superheroes inspire change, spread compassion, challenge the status quo, and fuel the revolution. Our mission is to help you become a vegan superhero. Welcome to the Vegan Gym Podcast. Hey, what's going on? In this episode, we're going to be discussing five myths about vegan protein. So whether you are vegan or you're thinking about becoming vegan, you probably heard the question, but where do you get your protein? Too often, many people are concerned that vegans don't get enough protein, you're going to waste away, you're not going to be accomplishing your fitness goals or being able to build muscle or whatever you're trying to do, you're not going to be able to do it because plant protein is uh, not adequate. And there are just so many concerns about vegan protein, but fortunately, these are all just myths. And today, we're going to be busting five of these common myths and share the truth about vegan protein. So myth number one is that you can't get enough protein on a vegan diet. Many people think that protein only comes from meat, but actually protein comes from plants. All protein originates in plants, and the only reason that animals and thus meat and other animal products have protein is because those animals consumed uh, plants. So, of course, there are some plant foods that have greater protein content than others. So, for example... Soy foods, including tofu and tempeh, seitan, lentils, and legumes are some of the highest plant-based sources of protein, but there is also protein in oats, corn, leafy greens, cruciferous veggies, nuts, seeds, rice, and I can go on and on. Uh, basically, there's protein in every single plant food that, uh, that you can consume. As long as you are eating a well-balanced vegan diet, you will get enough protein. In one study conducted by a university in Belgium involving 1,475 participants, researchers assessed nutritional intake among vegans, vegetarians, semi-vegetarians, pesco-vegetarians, and omnivores. Omnivores had an average intake of 112 grams of protein compared to 82 grams of protein for vegans. But even though the vegans consumed less protein on average, it didn't mean that their protein intake was inadequate. And with proper planning, it is super easy for vegans to consume 112 grams or well beyond that, whatever you want in terms of kind of your protein content, um, just based on kind of how you are structuring your meals. So based on your required protein needs, uh, we provide most of our clients with meal plans that contain way more than 82 grams of protein. And most of them contain more than 112 grams of protein. And I personally get over 150 grams of protein, uh, by consuming high quality plant protein from foods like tofu, tempeh, seitan, and lentils. The Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics recognizes that vegans can meet or exceed protein recommendations as long as caloric intakes are adequate with a well-balanced diet. In other words, you can easily get enough protein as a vegan, especially when you include high-quality protein sources such as soy food products. This myth of not getting enough protein on a vegan diet likely comes from the fact that people believe you need to consume complete protein sources and they don't think that vegan diets supply complete protein sources. And that leads us to myth number two. So myth number two is vegans need complete proteins. 
Many people believe that plant foods are incomplete protein sources because they don't contain all amino acids. However, research clearly shows that all plant foods contain all 20 amino acids, including the nine essential amino acids, which must be consumed through foods because they cannot be synthesized by our bodies like the other 11 uh, amino acids, which are not essential amino acids. So it is important to consume all nine essential amino acids as they are necessary to stimulate muscle protein synthesis with leucine, which is an amino acid, being the most important essential amino acid for muscle growth. So if all plant foods contain all amino acids, why do people say plant foods are incomplete protein sources? Well, that's because plant foods may have less of these amino acids than animal foods. However, that doesn't mean that they aren't complete protein sources. For example, grains contain small amounts of lysine and legumes contain small amounts of methionine and cysteine. Previously, combining these foods was recommended to get all of the amino acids and make a meal a complete protein source, but this is not necessary. In fact, the idea of mixing proteins is outdated and was unequivocally debunked by the Clinical Research Center at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, or MIT, in 1994. And the leading nutrition experts from the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics states, the terms complete and incomplete are misleading in relation to plant protein. So quite simply, your body can store these different amino acids for later use when they can be combined in the right proportions and formations. So you don't need to really go out of your way to plan out your meals to form kind of these complete protein sources. That's simply not true. So even though protein from plants has fewer amino acids than animal protein, plant protein can provide you with all of the amino acids your body needs. This fact ties in closely with our next myth, myth number three. Many people believe that plant protein isn't as good as animal protein. While it is true that plant protein is not as bioavailable as animal protein, that doesn't mean that plant protein isn't as good. You can still get plenty of plant protein from plant sources. For example, let's look at some common plant foods. Corn, oats, beans, peas, and potatoes. All of these foods tend to exhibit lower digestibility percentages than animal products, with values ranging from 45% to 80% digestibility. This means that if you eat about 40 grams of protein from these plant-based protein sources, your body will utilize about 18 to 32 grams of that protein. Over the course of the day, your body is going to get plenty of protein from these foods and you're going to certainly have a nutritionally adequate diet by consuming these wholesome plant foods. But then there are also other plant-based protein sources that exhibit much higher digestibility levels with ranges between 80% to 95%. So things like soy products, uh, kinds of pea protein concentrates, wheat gluten such as seitan, all of these have digestibility ranges ratios that are similar to those of animal-based protein sources. Additionally, these high-quality protein sources are a great source of all nine essential amino acids necessary for muscle protein synthesis, which is muscle growth.
In fact, plant protein is preferable to animal protein because food is a package deal. Plant foods offer a copious array of health-promoting nutrients like vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, phytochemicals, and fiber that animal products do not. Therefore, healthful plant protein will help you to effectively lose fat and build muscle, and it doesn't have all of the garbage that animal-based protein sources have. And this leads us to myth number four. Myth number four is that you can't build muscle with plant protein. So there are two essential things to consider when you are working to build muscle. One is you should be having some kind of resistance training program that you're following. And two is that you should be consuming adequate amounts of calories and protein. So muscle growth is going to occur when muscle protein synthesis exceeds muscle protein breakdown. And resistance training is an essential factor in building muscle. When you train with resistance, whether that be with weights, resistance bands, body weights, or anything else that challenges your muscles through resistance, you cause tiny tears in your muscle fibers known as micro tears. Your body then repairs these micro tears and the result is a muscle that is larger and stronger than before. But for this repair process to occur, you must consume adequate amounts of protein. Protein is made up of hundreds of smaller units called amino acids. When you consume protein from food, your body breaks the protein down into amino acids. Your body then uses those amino acids to repair and grow muscle fibers. And this happens regardless of where you get your protein from. One study published in the Journal of the International Society of Sports Nutrition found that pea protein and whey protein have the same effect on developing muscle mass and strength. So as long as you include enough protein in your diet and you lift through some kind of resistance training, you will be able to build muscle. So just how much protein do you need to support muscle growth? Well, your exact protein target depends on the intensity, duration, and frequency of your training program, but here are my general guidelines for your target protein intake. If you are working out for less than three hours per week for both resistance training and endurance training combined, and you should only be including the time spent actually doing activity, not the time just spent uh, waiting during rest periods or the time spent uh, warming up for your training. Um, if you are working out for less than three hours per week doing resistance training plus endurance training, then I recommend a target protein intake of 0.7 grams per pound of lean body mass per day, which is 1.5 grams of protein per kilogram of lean body mass per day. If you are working out between three to six hours per week, then I recommend a target protein intake of 0.9 grams per pound of lean body mass per day, which is 2.0 grams per kilogram kilogram of lean body mass per day. And if you are working out for over six hours per week um, of just dedicated uh, training, then I recommend a target protein intake of 1.1 grams per pound of lean body mass, which is 2.4 grams per kilogram of lean body mass. So you might be thinking that these protein targets sound pretty high, but consuming protein is really important to building lean muscle and also protecting your lean muscle during periods of caloric uh, deficits if you are focusing on shredding body fats. And speaking of a high-protein diet, this brings us to our final myth, myth number five, which is high-protein diets are bad for you. 
So many vegans associate a high protein diet with poor health and for good reason. According to Harvard Medical School, health conditions linked to a high-protein diet include the development of high cholesterol, a higher risk of cardiovascular disease, weight gain, increased cancer risk, and kidney disease. These concerns are valid, but they are specific to a high animal protein diet, not a high plant protein diet. One recent study led by researchers from the University of California found that consuming a high-protein diet had a 75 increase in overall mortality, a four-fold increase in cancer death risk, and a five-fold increase in diabetes. That's pretty significant. However, the authors of this study immediately follow up this fact by stating, quote, these associations were either abolished or attenuated if the proteins were plant-derived, end quote. So while these concerns are valid, they are specific to a diet high in animal protein, not a diet high in plant protein. I actually record an entire episode on this topic titled, Are High Protein Diets Bad For You? And I recommend listening to it if you want to learn more about the research regarding a diet high in animal protein versus a diet high in plant protein. And that wraps up our discussion of the five common myths regarding plant protein. So at the end of the day, vegans can get enough protein on a vegan diet. Vegans do not need to worry about mixing protein sources to get complete proteins as all plant foods contain all of the necessary amino acids. Uh, plant protein is also just as good as animal protein. In fact, it's actually superior because food is a package deal. And plant foods offer a copious array of nutrients like vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, phytochemicals, and fiber that animal products do not. And finally, vegans can build muscle from plant protein and a high protein uh, plant-based diet is not bad for you. So I hope you learned something from this episode and I'll catch you on the next one. Take care and talk soon. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. To take the next step in your vegan fitness journey and get access to all our best content for free, check out theveganjim.com. We'll teach you everything you need to know to torch body fat, break through plateaus, build lean vegan muscle, and supercharge your health. Get started right now at theveganjim.com. Until next time, peace, love, and gains.